Oh, yeah. Hello, world. Here we are. Don't call it a comeback. I didn't. Okay. I never said that. This is Rose Knows, the weekly podcast where we spend an hour figuring out exactly what we don't know. And I don't know what took us so long to get back to it. I don't know either. Well, we've been busy. We've been busy. It's been a few years. Yeah. We were trying to figure out how many and we couldn't do it. Yeah. We didn't do a lot of math on it. Oh, I'm not a math magician. That's not my thing. (laughs) I am Andy Rose. I'm Josh Rose. And we are the Rose Bros. And we have a shows. (laughs) And some things you should know. Yeah. That we don't know. Yeah. Um, And here it is. It is here. So we're in a new location. I would say. You moved. I did move. Is what that means. Right, right. Well, it's been several years. Yeah, I've also moved. Right, you've moved. But we record at your place. Right. Um, But now we're in like a basement studio. Yeah. Which is, I'd say, a little nicer setup than we had last time around. Yeah, last time around we were basically, well, it was the (laughs) office porch, but it really was was a second story uninsulated deck with walls. It was a dilapidated, weird little shanty of a room i would say it's only three seasons at best (laughs) not a winter room and yet hot in the summer where the computer was and cold in the winter yeah yeah just like you want any quality room (laughs) yeah yeah you you did have some christmas lights hanging up in there that's true well they were like paper lanterns sorry paper lanterns anyhow walk down memory lane to resume at a later date. <laughs> Baxter's still here. Baxter's still kicking it. He's literally hopping into my lap right now. And he has a sibling. Yep. Got Bernie. So everyone's, if you hear anything, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's a new a new start to the Rose Nose podcast uh, due to some strange hiccups in the iTunes podcast policy. We essentially, this is technically the first episode. Yeah, we're starting over. Yeah. Mach 2. Yeah, so thanks anyone who's uh, coming back to check us out again, and welcome if you weren't around before. We're going to dive into, you know, a few new things. We're going to try out maybe some new new format to our no format. We'll add a little bit of format to the no format and have half a format. Yeah, we are still going, as before, we are going, you know, an hour unedited. Right. We are just record Whatever happens, happens. We're going to try to do some things within that time instead of just completely wing it. Right. Spoiler, though, we don't have anything planned for this <laughs> one. Mostly still winging it. Yeah, we are starting completely from square one. We've done no promotion. In fact, how are you hearing this? Right. How did, how you, did you find this? Let us know. Tweet at us. Mom. <laughs> I doubt I sincerely doubt mom has figured out podcasts. I'm not going to help her. But just in case, I swear I'm going to call you. <laughs> I just talked to her today. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm making the turkey tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So, you know, a, a great time for uh, for family and togetherness. Yeah. I don't know when this will get posted, but oh, we are right. recording this right. the day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. 2018. Right. I had to double. I had to double check in my brain that I was about to say the correct year. Yes, yeah. they really do seem to go by that quickly now. Yeah, we're we're getting old, man. Yeah, but yeah. but you're faster, it seems. But you're back in the in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And and you're actually soon soon at some point you're going to be 
even more in this neighborhood more directly. Yes, I will be living even closer to you. Yeah. Perfect. I'll be out of the city. Yeah. yeah. We, we could almost get to a daily cadence, uh, provided <laughs> anyone actually ever demanded it. Yeah, I'll be amazed if we can get people to listen to an hour a week of this. I will not. I All challenge right. I challenge you on that. Uh, what I will also challenge you on is Don't to... Don't take that seriously, folks. I'm just trying to be humble. <laughs> well, I Yeah, I'm always, I've always been a little bit more of the braggadocious between us. Yeah, I don't think I lack the confidence. I'm just quiet about it. You sure don't. <laughs> you sure don't. So I'm going to challenge you to do something new, um, which is to tell me what's new or what you want to talk about that's new uh, with with some different topics from the news. So I'm going to just give you some, some headlines okay. of news subjects, and you're going to tell me that you want to either get into that and start talking about that or you want to know what else is new. Uh, and, and just hear another headline. All right. You get it? Yeah. Okay. Like, like ra- rapid fire topic ideas? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's stuff for inspiration, for conversation. So uh, first headline option, what's new? Amazon leaks usernames and emails in technical error. Does it say what the technical error is? Well, Amazon declined to comment on how many users have been affected. Uh, and honestly, the only way they said for you to know if your email address has been exposed is by receiving one of the company's emails. So getting an email from, oh, so they're going to email people. Who, right. So the only information that was leaked is people's email addresses? Well, their names and email addresses were visible but, publicly on the website. That's it, though. Yeah. Okay. But they declined to say how many oh, users that's have what been the, affected. That's what the technical error was. It was visible on the website. Right. Okay. I was going to say, what's the technical error that leaks that info? Like, did they just email it to a bunch of people by accident? <laughs> well, that I mean, I I feel like we're already talking about it now. So. Oh, yeah, no, we're is, in. Okay, we're, we're in. in. Okay. So, so I guess this is new. Yeah, this is what's new for now. <laughs> right. Uh, but, I, I mean, it is interesting because everything is becoming so intertwined in, in kind of the, the social digital personal home life like there's the ring doorbells i'm considering getting one of those have you seen those no what's that the ring doorbell it's the doorbell that's got a camera built into it oh like a yeah nest cam, so you can see who's at your front door i have seen those those yeah. look pretty cool and then unless it's the uber eats guy or the grubhub guy right then you have no reason to answer it like if it's your neighbor make sure you don't answer it you just know for sure you don't have to <laughs> Have you, I can't remember the guy's name. There's a stand-up that has a great bit about that. How about, you know, 15, 20 years ago, like when we were kids, if someone knocked on the door, you would go running to the door excited like and answer the door. Like, yeah. oh, look, we've got company. Yeah. You know, like people would just show up unannounced pre-cell phones, and that was good. And now if people show up and someone knocks on the door unannounced, you're like hiding behind the couch. Well, yeah, nobody wants to talk to each other. Everyone just wants to, you know put up pictures of, of having been somewhere cool or done something interesting or their food, mostly I'm, their I'm, food. I'm guilty of being almost exactly what you just described. Well, we all are. I don't are. post too many photos all of are. food, but I, har- I have posted photos of food. I hardly post at all anymore. Yeah, when I here. do, it's when I'm doing something interesting because we want to curate and expose the most <laughs> pristine and ideal versions or representations of ourselves as like avatars of ourselves out 
to the rest of the world. Nobody wants to share when we're like sitting here right now. Like, like if anyone knew what I was wearing right now <laughs> as we're sitting here, it might ruin the mirage, right? Ruin the, the perception of yeah. of what's actually going on here. Um, so, you know, for I the benefit of the listeners, I look very cool. Though. <laughs> yeah, you look great. You look so good. Uh, yeah, no, the, I mean, I think what the social media experience really boils down to is the only people that are probably going to be looking me up on any platform, you know, they're going to know me, first of all, like personally on some level, and they're either going to love me or hate me. And right. I guess if I'm being brutally honest, either way, I want them to be jealous a little bit. So <laughs> I think that's how we all are, though. I think I'm speaking for all of you, all of you. I think I'm speaking for all of you. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. You can speak for everyone. I think that's the human experience so, on so, social media. I don't think it. That's. I think it's one of the reasons why it's just fundamentally a shitty way to communicate. So would it bug you then that Amazon put your your actual full name and email address on their website fully exposed? Um, that's for, not exactly delicate like, information. I mean, that's information that everyone in the world who wants it already has and can get, you know, for free anyway. Really. I mean, anyone who would do anything with that could already get that. And you need more than that to do anything to like in person. Just having my email address and my name doesn't get you into that email account or get you into my bank account or right. anything that matters. You can't do anything with that besides send me an email and know what name to put at the beginning. That's all you can really do. So sure. if you're trying to advertise to me, then you're just another one of the 500 emails a week that wind up in my spam folder. It is crazy. So, I mean... It's crazy. So, no, I wouldn't really care if I was one of the affected people because yeah. what's, the, what, what's the big fucking deal? No, that's valid. That's valid. I mean, the amount of, of just spam junk email that I get is so overwhelming. Oh, yeah. And, and as somebody who's in the business of helping companies send those types of emails oh it, when, when i get an email that's actually like important or like for me from someone i know it's so rare yeah well gmail had to do the thing where it sorts your inbox now for you yeah to say like i'm pretty sure this is a real person trying to contact you and there's basically nothing ever there <laughs> yeah that's and the then, thing if you do that then you, you just never get email right i think you never get email which is nice which is nice eh. there's so many ways to be reached out to now there's so many different forms of communication. I don't know. I feel kind of important when I'm being annoyed by attempts at communication. Depends on who it is on the other end. Do you feel important if it's if it's somebody saying, uh, you know, we want you to, you know, donate to the Fireman's Fund of America and and get a, com a commemorative mug? No, not necessarily. <laughs> but there's something weird about you know not having any. Have you ever turned off notifications for your email? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I and have. And then open up the email later. Yeah. And see the number of unread emails. Uh, it's it's terrifying. I, I yeah. that happened when I came back from vacation in Portland. Mm -hmm. I turned on all my notifications for my two different forms of of receiving messages. Yeah. Uh, with our work platform and email, and was overwhelmed. It took me almost a, a half a day to like unbury from all the the comms that had had come at my inboxes for for a week. Five days. Yeah. It's a lot. It sucks. I I don't understand people that leave notifications on but don't clean out their email. Like people that have that little yeah. red circle on the corner of the icon. It induces some sort of anxiety or something. But like what have you seen some people have like hundreds? Yes. That number's like <laughs> three, four, six hundred. Yes. So uh, I have one friend who's over a thousand. 
That's crazy. And I mean, that's just, that would make me stressed out every time I looked at my home screen. Anxious. Yeah. Anxious. I have a couple hanging out. Um, I'll be honest, but, but I also have several pages of apps. So I don't often go to the second and third page. I just leave it on the home one, which is pretty clean. So it's more just like the, the couple pages at the back that have some some notifications, but I should really, that's a good reminder. I should purge my, my phone there. All right. Any, anything else you want to touch on with this Amazon thing or is it, is it much to do about nothing? Uh, I think it sounds like much to do about nothing. I think people, you know, if people are making some kind of noise about this, then either there's something about the breach that I don't understand, or, you know, it's just people looking to whine about internet security for some other purpose. Fact. People are babies. Yeah, basically. All right, fair. Okay. Get um, off the internet if you don't, you know, because <laughs> like, uh, everyone out there is trying to steal your shit. That's real life. Uh, next uh, next news item, your health insurer is watching you sleep. Mm. Well, this obviously isn't, li- okay. Millions of sleep apnea patients rely on CPAP breathing machines to get a good night's rest. Health insurers use a variety of tactics, including surveillance, to make patients bear the costs. So, um, surveillance? Well, it's, I mean, I'm trying to clickbait you here into talking about this, whether or not you. Yeah, no, that's that. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm curious. Okay. So basically, um, last March, this guy discovered something that was freaking him out about his machine, his, his CPAP machine, uh, without his knowledge, it was basically spying on him. So, the device from his bedside was tracking when he was using it and it was sending all that information and data, not just to his doctor, but to the maker of the machine, like the company that made it to the medical supply company that provided it and to his health insurer without his knowledge. So he had no idea that all his vitals that were being taken on his CPAP machine were getting shared with all these different places. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's clearly fucked up. Yeah. And I guess a bunch of people are finding out that, having these devices comes with like those sort of caveats. So basically they're saying, Hey, if you need this, this thing to save your life, you know, you have to agree to your health insurer, knowing every single thing about when you're using it and being able to share that data with whoever they want. Mm. Yeah. I don't care for that. I don't care for that at all. And, And what's interesting is it's not like, it's not doctors saying this, right? It's not like the guy who's actually trying to take care of your aunt Nana it's it's the the guy who's like an executive on a board of directors for the health insurance pharma company that you know went to school with the president or dean of the institution that is the teaching hospital at where the doctor works you yeah. know like it's a it's a very upper crust sort of relationship you know dirty backroom handshakes and i was gonna say something else but uh, <laughs> oh do tell handshakes and hand jobs oh okay well. um because you never know you never know i don't know man i think it, i think well. it's it's a pretty strange system and I, I, you know the fact that people have to agree to that and for who knows what else that's being done with that you don't know this is you know there's a lot of things to hate about this you know, one is the medical industry run for profit in the first place that, you know, with the system we have in the United States. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to go ahead and admit now that in case you weren't aware, this podcast leans a little left. 
<laughs> on a issues little. like that. Yeah. And uh, well, on the issue of healthcare, I think we're straight up socialists. Yeah. Um, so, you know, go ahead and put me on your McCarthy list. And so that that's problem number one is that they're going to use this information in some way to screw someone for more money. You know, yeah. it might not be you, but it'll be someone. But it, eventually it all becomes you because we have to pay for the you know, the giant amount of money that's invested in these companies from blah, 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 uh, for really for inflated nothing. Um, and then on top of that, there's our data being a revenue stream for companies as well, like companies that are in otherwise unrelated areas of business. Um, for example, making CPAP machines are now collecting the data on how you sleep right. and your sleeping habits and making that data available to these other companies, I guarantee you, for a for price. For profit, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's not for them to do nothing with, obviously. Yeah. I think so. there's, there's certainly something to that idea that, I mean. Yes, hello, Pooch. It, I know Bernie's Bernie's very insistent that you see her. It, um, it's hard to ignore an insistent pit bull. Yeah. When she wants attention, she'll get it yeah. one way or another. It's a giant head. Yeah. It is a huge head. It's, uh, it reminds me of Mike Myers in So I Married an Axe Murderer. You remember that when he, he's playing like his own Scottish yeah, yeah. father? Head. Paper. Move. It's like an orange on a freaking popsicle stick. I do remember that. Oh. Anyhow, we should have I, called you head. I, I think, you know, obviously there's there's more than meets the eye with what these companies are doing, you know, and, and how your data is getting thrown around and, and sold and, and repurposed. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting more calls from, you know, the most ridiculous companies about like uh, extending my my car coverage and, you know, about having one uh, another free stay in a hotel. Like mm -hmm. I, I get so many of these calls and. Like, oh, the man, phone calls are driving me absolutely insane. I thought there'd been some legislation on that, but you know, a lot of those are actually timeshare pitches, by the way. A lot of those you you know got really oh, don't don't yeah start. yeah ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll add that's the one edit we'll ever make. Is yeah, the talk wiping. no, no, we can leave that in. We don't have to. I mean, you're cute. We love you. <laughs> she is cute. She's just whimpering because I stopped petting yeah. her to continue talking. Right, exactly. Um, so she's just gonna move back and forth yeah. from person to person. Whoever's able to pay attention yeah, to her. So, sometime we'll have to do a video cast so they can see how how Bernie actually acts during this. Yeah. So those phone calls you get offering you, you know, a free stay in a hotel or what have you, the calls from whatever hotel chain and they say, you know, you'd pay 200 as a deposit and then when you get there they pay it back to you in cash and things like that. That sounds sketchy just right there. Oh yeah, of course it does. But that, you know, I had someone call me from Hilton offering that deal. Was it really Hilton though or was Hiltone? Uh, well, at the end of the day, what it really is, is someone who got the rights to say that so that they can try and sell you a timeshare, whether right. it's really a division of Hilton or not. I have no idea. And that, you know, I'm not trying to single out Hilton. We're not plugging for the Hilton. To be I'm actually clear. a Hilton member, but, uh, okay, now you're plugging Hilton. Yeah, no, actually I like Hilton, but all the hotel chains do this. Uh, uh for I've, a cost, Hilton, we will, we will plug you more, but for now we'll call you Plilton. Plilton. Yeah. I'm not trying to single out Plilton. <laughs> wow, that made the rest of the sentence harder to say. <laughs> but they all do it. Yeah, was the main point. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know. I think and it's annoying. I think it's tough because people want convenience, right? And that's that's really important is having convenience and access and ease and and speed. And, sure. And, and at what what exchange? At what value? At what end? 
is someone willing to say, hey, if I can basically have an easy pass, you know, through life by sharing my vitals and sharing my data and sharing my financials and sharing my inbox and my Facebook feed and my Instagram, you know, handle. Um, I bet there's a good chunk of people that would be okay with that. Well, I think that the thing is that people are, I think people's line varies. It's a subjective thing. I think people have to be able to opt in and out and people have to know that it's happening. Yeah. That without yeah. your knowledge consent is frankly right? fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Consent and, and consent informed is, consent, right? That is logical yes. and coherent yeah. and not double speak. I shouldn't be tricked into it. Right. And the information gathered about me shouldn't be used to trick me. You know, I think that's pretty you, much. The you line. sound like the president right now. Do I? Yeah. We're talking about like getting the questions for, from Robert Mueller. <laughs> Like, oh, they throw tricks in there. Okay. If you're comparing me to Trump, <laughs> no, it's just, it's I'm just not funny. pumped. It's just been all over the news. I can't help it. I've seen it a lot lately. <laughs> you are no Trump. That is that is for sure. Ah. But you look a lot like him. That's not true <laughs> or nice. Sorry. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, I snooze on this subject because it's depressing. Um, let's talk about what else is new. How about the most uniquely popular Google map search? in each state during Thanksgiving. That is interesting. Okay. Do you want to do some guesses? Like I'll, I'll say a state and you try to so guess what the these most, are, these most are unique popular the most, search. The most, okay. Okay. The most popular thing that people search for the bright, then this is whatever people typed into the field. Right. Okay. So these aren't necessarily locations. No, I mean, this some is, are, but this, this is, is what, what people, people are, search are searching in these states. Okay. During Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay, let's start with uh, New York. Liquor store? No, and that's a great guess, and I think it's interesting. They also broke it down. Some states are uh, more searched for entertainment or travel. Some are more searched for food and drink or shopping. So I will give you this hint. New York was actually searched uh, over-indexed on entertainment. Entertainment? Yeah. Movies? No. Close, but I, I don't know. I, I think you'll have a hard time guessing this one. Well, then let's just um, let's, let's spare the listeners. Music venue. That's interesting. I can't even think what music venue people would be searching. Well, the, the, that's what they typed into the search field, I guess. In yeah. Google Maps is music venue. Yeah. Whereas. Um, <laughs> in, that's interesting. None of these make any sense now that I'm looking at them. Like, I wonder why this is an interesting article. Like, <laughs> California's is City Courthouse. What? I know. It doesn't even make any sense. Uh, uh, Florida is Public University. Texas is Cultural Center. All right. This one sucks. Never mind. Okay. Let's, yeah, that's a dud. Let's find something else uh, that is new. Okay. How about this one? Ameri <laughs> we, we clearly haven't planned this, folks. <laughs> it just shows that this is we really do riff on these. This is not a we're going to get a little smoother and, and more produced. But, you know, we're just getting back into the flow here. I wonder if we said that last time. Uh, something like that. So how about this one? American reportedly killed in flurry of arrows. As tribe defends itself off island of India, off island near India. Yeah. Yeah. I assumed that because India yeah. is not an island. 
that's your geography moment right on Ro's nose um <laughs> you want a little more yeah I mean here? who started it they are the Sentinelese one of the last tribes untouched by modern civilization and they may have just committed murder I mean that no I'm, I'm interested okay we need, we need details sure, I need to know sure. who started it so basically they they are hunter-gatherer people who live on a remote forested island in the Indian Ocean mm-hmm. uh, they don't even use money like they just they just barter um, they resist contact with the outside world uh, and they've actually been known to sling arrows at outsiders who approach their shores like they are are fiercely territorial uh, and again they're called the Sentinelese and one of their one of the last tribes like that have you really... checked the pronunciation on that no but i mean it's <laughs> s-e-n-t-i-n-e-l-e-s-e so it seems it seems about how you hey, not nah, anyone out there you do better go yeah, ahead yeah yeah don't chop me down before i even get started uh so basically an american guy described uh as either an adventure tourist or a christian missionary which in fairness i could see how someone could not be sure well only if you've never talked to them. They're not like Mormons where they're like wearing a, sh- a shirt and tie and, you know, a, a Christian missionary could be, you know, wearing a, a Grateful Dead T-shirt and, and you know, have long hippie hair. and, and Oh, be yeah. Super, you it's know. just that, you know, they have two very different purposes for going there. Right. And I think either one would be quite clear from about 30 seconds of conversation. OK, with well, either of those people, you're going to hear about it. In 30 seconds or less. Either way, um, they're basically saying that this guy was killed as either an adventure tourist or Christian missionary was killed by tribesmen um, on the North Sentinel Island. So, yeah, Sentinelese. Right. Uh, So basically it's confirmed. Yeah, he he got close and uh, he I don't know exactly how he got there. Apparently there was like local fishermen that have been arrested and accused of helping facilitate the guy's trip to get near the island. So it seems like this guy knew that they were essentially a fiercely aggressive and territorial tribe, knew they hadn't really contacted the outside world and was still trying to go there and was like bribing fishermen to take him to this place. Mm -hmm. And as he got close, they shot the shit out of him with arrows. Okay. I mean, well, sounds like he sort of had it coming to him. Yep. Um, and, and not for nothing, you know, India says that uh, the, these people are dying out. The population have fallen uh, from 117 to 39. Was, all right. So yeah. there's only 39 of these people left, right? And, and people are, are, are kind of in an uproar. Um, and survival international which advocates for tribal groups rights is really trying to urge people to like keep away and saying look like this tribe could be wiped out even just from diseases by coming in contact with you yeah you know like you need to respect no, I, don't, I don't think this is the tribe's fault at their all balance yeah and and now they could potentially go on trial in india for murdering this american guy how the hell is that gonna happen i don't know but a christian missionary website called um the Sentinelese, a 0% Christian group, and urged followers to pray that the Indian government will allow Christians to earn the trust of those people and be permitted to live among them. Ugh. I know. It's, pre- it's pretty Ugh. It's pretty square-headed. The Christians now have their sights set upon these 39 people. Yeah. Because I mean, they need the 39 more. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, 
it's tough. Like there's even aerial photos of of these guys chasing, you know, chasing after an aerial camera with their bows and arrows. <laughs> you know, I mean, these these people are are just in a whole different time, you know, than we are. Yeah. I don't Let me see that. Could, could, I don't think I'm they could really be held accountable. Here. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, these guys have an understanding, I'm sure, that these things are out there, but it's almost as much a fear as anything else as far as, you know, they don't know what to expect, and they, they don't know. They see well, yeah, a, a might little as well drone. Be UFOs to them. Right. What is a drone? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm really glad the dogs are making such an appearance in this episode. It's it's only the right way to go. Yeah, I think we're going to have to consider them cast members. Clearly. Good girl. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought that was definitely an interesting topic uh, worthy of at least touching on because there's there's a lot kind of more than meets the eye there. Because it just kind of it really opens the door on, you know, what do you do? For these people is is it best to just leave them alone until they die off if they don't die off and they miraculously start to populate like rabbits you know and and start to need more territory and land and you know how do they how do they not have to come in contact with the civilized world Look, at some if point? they've been if they've been there and haven't had contact with the civilized world for this long then They've had that land as long as the civilized world has been here, yeah, they've had that island. That's been theirs. So they don't know about anything going on beyond the island. We should go there they and live layer there. this podcast to them. Yeah, well, that yeah, sure. But yeah. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think they're, I don't think India can make laws about them. I mean, probably not. You right? know what I mean? Is like there some sort of grandfather clause? I, I, I wouldn't know, but I, you know, even if... Even if some committee has decided that India owns that island um, without the the agreement of the people living on it, you know, but I guess that's the way the world's always worked. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I don't, I don't know. It's just, you should, to them, you're a foreign invader. You're unwelcome and you're showing up in their territory. Yeah. And I think they have a right to defend it or react how they're going to, to someone unwelcome and uninvited. And to them, I'm sure scary. And uh, I think the Joshua Project, which is that Christian missionary uh, website, really kind of misses the mark. You know, I think that's my main takeaways. I mean, this guy reportedly set off in a a dinghy like five days ago with that after he bribed those local fishermen to tell him where this place was. And then he went alone in a canoe to make contact with these tribesmen who had no interest. And then as soon as he set foot on the beach, they, they were like, nope. Not going to talk because we don't know how to communicate with you, bro. Like, don't come here. Quote, unquote. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure in uh, their their own way, that's basically what what the Sentinelese were trying to say. Well, step off, bro. Yeah, Joshua Project, do that. Step off. Leave them the fuck alone. And while you're at it, change your name. Yeah. Don't share a name with me. Disgrace. Disgrace. Bitches. Um... (laughs) Take take that. Yeah. What you got now? Nothing. I really hate that. Uh, I mean, we're going to invade another culture and force it to become our culture because God. Because. Shut um, up. 
so sort of similar interesting topic. I don't know if you would want to get into this or not. Basically, a crisis in our national parks. How tourists are loving nature to death. Are they hugging the trees too hard? Uh, essentially. So <laughs> thrill seekers and Instagrammers and, and snap story artists are uh, are swarming public lands and, and treasures and, and basically eight different places across America have, have sort of started to document like these national parks and, and forests where people are planking, you know, on rocks or trees and breaking and snapping them um, mm. or, or driving across areas that were never before touched by tires and weren't supposed to be. And, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. And, and, and just, um, you know, even what's interesting is even just the, the data behind the increase in going to national parks. I mean, it, it sort of went through the roof like, in the last several years, they're saying uh, in 2016 alone, there were over 330 million visits to national parks in America. I mean, that's great. I think that's awesome that more people are going. It um, is, but more people, what they're saying is that trails are clogging up and roads are thickening with traffic because people are, are spending so much time standing there taking selfies that now other people can't just go enjoy the views. People are like forced to wade through actual traffic full of people just there to take pictures and then get back well, in their car. You, and, that's what you do in a, in a national park. You take pictures. You go look at a thing. That's what you do when you're traveling, when you're sightseeing. You know, it's not that's always. What you do, though, that's what some, you do in in Paris. That's what you do your first time in New York. You walk around, you look at stuff, you stand there in the way of people that live there or people that go there, you know, whatever. And you take pictures and and then you go to another spot and you do the same thing. I mean, look at this from Yellowstone. Yeah, well, I mean, that doesn't look like a good time to me. The no. Grand Canyon is the same way. I know, but that just like that just takes the. Oh, I, I'm saying look at. You guys can't look at. It's basically a it's, picture it's of. It's a mob of people just, all holding up their cell just phones. Just a swarm of people at Yellowstone National Park. And, like, you couldn't possibly enjoy yourself in that moment. Like, there's nothing. Like, I think of na nature and national parks. And I think of the idea of, like, serenity and, and being, like, at one with nature and being away from the mobs of people in a city. And well, instead you know, you're going to mobs of people in these beautiful places and they're no longer historic or pristine and people are damaging them and leaving garbage and non-recyclables and, and trashing places. And, you that, know, that does suck. Uh, I can say, you know, when I went to the Grand Canyon, even in the off season, um, the main lookout point was mobbed, you know, but yeah, the whole park is the edge of a cliff. Right. If you walk away from the mob along the wall, eventually it thins out and eventually you're alone. And there you are alone with a viewpoint off the edge of the cliff down into the canyon. You know what? It looks just as good as from the spot that's mobbed. Um, and I think that's you know, fair so, too, so like right? You have to, to enjoy it. You have to be one of the people who's not there for just the pictures and is willing to bypass the throngs of people taking go, yeah, pictures. Yeah, go find a different spot. Yeah. You know, I found... Hike I was on. there with some friends. We found a bunch of other spots and we took pictures. Right. Take and a hike. We, were, we weren't in anyone's way. We were on our own, whatever. We took a bunch of goofy pictures and, and looked at stuff and did what you do. And, you know, a couple of people dared to hang off the edge of the cliff a little bit and the other people yelled at them for it. All the usual Grand Canyon stuff. But yeah. That, that's what. That's what stupid people do, I guess. And then we were no, we were, we were no exception. Clearly, stupid people do as stupid people does. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that's 
what happens. National parks should be popular. It's a good thing. It's good that lots of people go. It's good the crowds show up to places like that. Yeah. You know, I think that's a, a healthy thing for there to be a resurgence in interest in. We do have more people probably than when they were last as popular. Yeah. I mean, people are going to be less popular with this romaine lettuce scare going around. People, I think a few people are going <laughs> to... People are going to be less popular. I think romaine lettuce is going to be a lot less popular. Yeah. Do you hear they're, they're saying just throw throw it out if, yeah. if you have any? Yeah. We we have some. We had to throw it out. That's scary, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to get us off the. Uh... No, it's okay. We already ate some. I probably have E. coli. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, so I know I already sort of uh, tipped the hand when we're recording this, but it also means like Black Friday is here. Mm. Uh, well, by the time you hear this, it for sure will have come and gone, and will be closer to Christmas by the time you actually are hearing this episode. Yeah, but in general. Black Friday, Cyber so this, Monday. Yeah, like... This is way behind schedule for you, <laughs> but let's have a Black Friday conversation, everybody. What did you get? What was your best buy? Let's extend this conversation. Why aren't you answering out. us? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's interesting because I, I was coming across an article that talks about um, Black Fridays at different mall food courts because companies... <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but Where but think of the from? employees who are getting stressed in the mall food courts on on the big shopping holidays. Oh, and dude. some companies are actually trying to take care of their employees, knowing that they have to work those tough days. Well, that's cool. How are they taking care of them? Well, uh, I, I guess there's there's different ways that different companies are doing it. Uh, but like Gloria Jeans is uh, actually like an Australian coffee chain, sort of like a Dunkin Donuts or Starbucks sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably most closely aligned with like a coffee bean or, or whoever, I don't know. But basically um, they, they had a, a 12 person staff and the, the mall food court and they had, you know, like regular 20 somethings kids. And then like your random, like, like 50 year old lady. Um, and, and, you know, I think one of the He's things quoting the article there, <laughs> I, I, I am quoting the article. Um, one of the things they realized is that like people were working crazy hours, like, the, the store was technically open. This little coffee shop was open like 22 hours a day. Um, basically only closed from like 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Essentially as like the shit. Why were they open back up at 11 I don't know. PM. So basically they were saying they were open from 11 p.m. This is specifically for Black Friday we're talking. Oh, okay. So they were open from 11 p.m. on Thursday, so Thanksgiving night. night until 9 p.m. on Friday. So they were open basically overnight and open all morning until the okay. following night close. Yeah, okay. Right? So they were using like 100 gallons of milk and like they were expecting like 1,200 people at like 30 seconds per customer. You know, like just insane, insane amounts of, of traffic. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they would be like begging their friends and family to come in so they could they could just like show what a, a madhouse it was. Um, but they would do like $10,000 for a little single coffee store for just a couple people working there uh, in a day. But they realized that, you know, the customers were, were, were usually not as friendly as you'd expect, you know, uh, uh, on uh, a oh, holiday. They weren't happy people. In no the crazy crowded uh, malls on the shittiest shopping day. Yeah. Of the year. So, so like they were getting people who were just being really, really rude and not tipping and not being grateful um, and because they were getting, you know, treated like dirt, uh, by the 
customers, the employer was basically going out of his way to try to make it up to them. So he was offering like bonus programs for anybody who would work uh, the holidays, like any single holiday you worked, he would basically give you cash out of like his own pocket, essentially like out of the till, Mm. like on top of your tip. Um, And he would pay whatever your paycheck was from like the corporate company, because technically this was a franchise like in this in this company. So he was the individual franchise owner, so he could bend the rules, I guess. So they'd be getting their paychecks from the parent corporate company. And then he'd be basically doubling that with cash on top and basically saying like, look, I know you're going to have a shitty day. I know you're not going to get tips, but I'm basically just going to double pay you and then try to give you as many breaks as I can. And he would like personally give them breaks. And if they wanted food, he would go and get them the food like himself, like while they were working and stuff. Um, But you know, it's, it's just interesting to think about how, how some employers probably like couldn't care less that they have people working on, on holidays. Look, I can, I can say from experience working in a mall during the holiday season blows. It is awful. You did that. Yeah, sure. I don't remember that cell phone store. Oh man. That's like, that feels like a lifetime ago. It was, (laughs) it's amazing. But yep. What, what kind of crowd do you get in a cell phone store uh, in the holiday season? Oh, a lot of people buying, Cell phones for like their kids, yeah. their college student kids, their high school kids, right? You know, their significant others. Is that like a good present idea? A cell phone? Oh yeah. Huh. Well, I guess I've that was a different that, time I've, too. I've gotten it's... that as a gift for my wife. And yeah. People like getting the new iPhone as a yeah. present. Yeah. I that... mean, they're just way more expensive now to just buy someone a phone. It's yeah, like don't you do can't that surprise... for just anyone. You got to do that for you know. Yeah, you can't you... surprise someone with a phone nowadays without like a huge investment because you're talking about adding someone to your plan. You know, or, or or buying it outright, and the phones are a thousand dollars or more now. Yeah, the actual hardware. If you just buy it outright out of contract, mm-hmm. and that's expensive, man. Yeah, it is. I have no interest in doing that. Yeah, it helps if that person is on your plan. So again, don't do that for just anyone, fellas. <laughs> Rain it in. Yeah, I mean that's that's arguably, you know, scarier than. Than putting a ring on it is putting them on your your phone plan. <laughs> I mean, that's the real big step. So, I mean that that's all the new stuff I had, and we managed to stretch that for more than half the episode. Okay. So, well, that got us. That helped. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> now, now it's just like word association or or, or scat. Yeah, maybe some. Some freestyle poetry. Yeah. Are you really going to do that? No. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. That's fair. Um, did you hear, I mean, not that we have to get into any any Trump stuff, but did you hear like the indictments may be coming and now he's like lashing out at like Chief Justice Roberts? Mm. No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't paid that much attention the last few days as I have been otherwise occupied. But uh, good for you. I I do, I, I do enjoy keeping up on the opportunity to criticize our president. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a goofy character. I mean, that is a difference from when we last did this show. Uh, we had a much cooler president at the time. Yeah, yeah, much much better uh, example of a statesman. Yeah, one might say. Yeah, but you know, now we have who we have. Uh, but people came out to vote in record numbers in mm-hmm. the recent election. So that was good. Back in November. 
<laughs> Which is funny because that's when we're recording this, but you'll hear it later. Hey, hey. Um, but if we also don't have to talk Trump. We can also talk Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you see that yet? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you're killing me. I know. You want to talk about it so bad. Yeah. He likes it, everybody. It is good. <laughs> Are you going to go see it? I don't know if I'm going to go see it in theaters. <gasps> I'm going really? to see it. Yeah, I think it's I worthy of seeing in theaters. I do. Yeah, the the thing is, I, the, the theater money is for stuff that, you know, both of us want to see. She doesn't want to see it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think I've asked. Again, we, you know, we've been busy doing other right. shit, man. Not talking about <laughs> movies. Yeah, I mean, we do enjoy the movie day. I also just... You know, it's a, we're a streaming service only household. Yeah. So there's no cable. There's right. no broadcast television or antenna coming in at all. Right. Not so, directly exposed to the trailers and stuff. Yeah. I have no idea. And you don't seek them out, out either. I really don't. So where do you spend your time online? Where do I spend my time online? Yeah. Uh, when you're not streaming stuff. I browse my news app a lot. What's your news app? Uh, the Apple News app and Google News. Okay. So what's some of the shit you see in there lately? Because I was just throwing a bunch at you, but uh, I would love to know if you've got stuff that you actually uh, read and retain. It's hard to pull up articles from <laughs> memory. Um, I like to skim it, scan it. Yeah, no, I, I, no it. I scroll through the headlines. If something yelps, jumps out at me, then, you know, I click on it and I read it. But sometimes I'll just, it, it's like a Facebook feed sometimes. I'll just scroll it for hours. I have turned off notifications on my Facebook app. Oh, yeah. Which is great because now I look at Facebook maybe once a week, maybe less. And that's and I do it for about 20 seconds. I'm telling and I you. I basically go, yeah, I hate this. The and most I turn it off. freeing thing. I can't even tell you the last time I looked at Facebook. Oh, it's great. It is awesome. I love not. I love it not being a part of my life. It's, I don't really look at Instagram either. Yeah, I, I realized I hadn't posted on Instagram in forever until we went on vacation in Portland. And I, and I realized, like, oh, man, I have, like, tons of good stuff to post, and I haven't even thought about posting things in forever. But yeah. I just love to document things for, like, my own selfishness, you know? Yeah, I, I guess most of my online time now is spent on uh, Wikipedia spirals. Really? Yeah. How do you, what's a spiral? Like, what would you define as a spiral on Wikipedia? Uh, when you click the hyperlinked topics within an article and wind up jumping around that way. Okay. So is, are there any recent ones that, like, really come to well, mind? Well, it usually starts with, you know, looking up some particular thing. Oftentimes, for me, it starts with a record. Okay. A particular record. Right. Because I like knowing the backstory to something I find interesting. And Wikipedia is a good place for culmination of recorded details and sure. interviews and stuff people have said. Especially if it's an album that has any critical significance or gravitas to it. Sure. Um, so that you can usually find details about like the recording process and the promotion and all that stuff and the different releases. So I'll do that. And then, you know, sometimes you'll wind up clicking on the name of a band that they toured with or the name of a particular musician who was a guest on it or one of the band members. And then that takes you to that person's history or that other band's history. And then that takes you to, you know, maybe they blend in some weird type of musical influence and you click on that type of music and it has reference to all this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that that's the Wikipedia spiral. It's that, like the YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, right. rabbit holes is another good right. verb for that. Uh, I or do noun, that. I, I've I guess. been I've been doing that a lot on it's YouTube lately. So without not Wikipedia, but you know, I've been I love video content. 
So I've been watching lots of <laughs> lots of news, obviously, because yeah. I've been very focused on uh, everything that's going on in the political world. And, We're and big everything. John Oliver fans yep. in my household. Yep, watch lots of John Oliver. Baxter's a big fan as well. That's he's just trying to chime in there. Yeah, it's his, his bark of approval. Right, I recognize it. <laughs> um, so, so I've been doing a lot of YouTube rabbit holes, and and it just is so interesting. My my YouTube auto suggestions now are just the weirdest things. And I don't think YouTube even knows what to make of me anymore. Mine is an interesting mix as well. What kind of stuff are you getting? Uh, I'm getting uh, clearly lots of Red Dead Redemption stuff. Okay. Because I, I watched a couple of those and now it just thinks because that's the biggest game in the world. Like, you know, that I clearly want to watch every single video made about it by every single freaking video caster that I don't care about. Um I get a lot of <laughs> I get a lot of professional wrestling uh like fan fan video. That was a bark of disapproval. Stuff. Yeah, That's I don't disapprove. Yeah, I don't know here. why he's so he's so frustrated. Um Boo wrestling. Yeah. Says back he so. hates wrestling. I don't know why he hates wrestling so much. <laughs> um but I think, you know, uh, so I get some random professional wrestling stuff, which is really weird. Um, I and, and that's because one time I was uh, working with a buddy on a website and we just had as a joke, we had it on for a minute in the background and then we forgot that it was playing and it was the a playlist. Play. Yeah. yeah. And it just went through like like 40 episodes of like this video podcast for, for wrestling fans. Um, so now I can't seem to like watch enough things to undo that. Um, and then I get lots of. uh Queen live footage because you know okay. I was excited sure. about uh, the the Queen movie coming out, so I watched some of their their live concert footage, and and then I just get all sorts of random cooking stuff and and uh, you know strange like marketing you know conference stuff and just really really weird eclectic mix of of stuff that is not what I would often be looking for on the regular, just happens to be somehow what what rose to the top. Okay. What's what's yours like? Mine is uh, a mix of clips of live performances of bands. Right. I think there would definitely be that. Often in studio live performance, just because I like something with better audio okay. quality than someone's phone, you know, or like professionally shot footage. Right. You know, I don't like phone footage. I don't watch that. Oh, good to um, know. There will be that. You're going to have your John Oliver clips. Yep. Uh you're going to have some probably some JFK assassination conspiracy theory Ooh, stuff. Nice. Okay. Um hmm. Yeah, wow, I thought I was more interesting. I thought I was more varied. <laughs> like uh like okay, so here I literally just went to YouTube now I and here's do that. here's what's recommended because that's more interesting to see what we actually get versus what we're pretending to tell people we get. Well, I know I get that stuff. The very first video I get, why Parmesan cheese is so expensive. <laughs> uh, that is true. I do watch a lot of food things. Um, the next one is a polyamorous couple's guide to sleeping with uh, another person. Um, next, eight things Bohemian Rhapsody got wrong about Freddie Mercury. Uh, and the last one I'll read is... Uh, is Sarah Silverman and John C. Riley answered the web's most asked questions about them. Okay. So, okay. Wired. I do bad. watch some wired stuff. Yeah. All right. I've got What's uh, your top 3 or 5 here? My top ones here, I've got the the latest main story from the John Oliver episode is nice. number 1. Nice. Um recording drums with Devin Townsend. Okay. Is number 2. That sounds about right. Uh 
Number three is the most feared song in jazz explained. Cool. Um, number four is uh, Claude Debussy, Claire de Lune, a modular reflection. It's someone covering uh, Claire de Lune on a modular synthesizer. Interesting. I, that's another thing I look up is walkthroughs for analog synthesizers because um, I'm kind of into keyboards. Uh, let's see. I've got some, uh, I'm not sure what the, testing ridiculous <laughs> guitar pedals. Uh, oh, yeah, WTF with Mark Marin, the Jeff Ross interview. Go. I definitely find some pot, old podcast episodes that are no longer available. Uh, Paris Monster live performance. Um, yeah, stand-up comedy clips. Yeah, pretty much covers it. All right. that's a. I'd say it's a pretty good spread. Yeah. Informative and amusing. Yeah. Uh, how about... Uh, your Reddit. Are you still a Redditor or do you not do Reddit so much? I've never really been a Redditor. Really? Yeah. I um, did not know that. I've, you know, I go every so often, but it, first of all, it's not like a very pretty site to use. It certainly was not. It's actually gotten a lot better. Okay. Yeah. I haven't looked at it in a while. Um, it's just, you know, it, if you don't already have any topics or things that you follow or any threads that you're into or bookmark or whatever, it's, it can be annoying to get started. And I just, uh, no, I just, I don't really do Reddit. No. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, not for everyone. Uh, I'm still a big flan. I read it pretty often. I'm also, uh, I'm also really into dig. I remember dig. Yeah. Yeah. Dig is uh dig is definitely one of my dailies and Reddit is one of my dailies. Is Wikipedia daily for you? Semi-daily. What's a daily? The news app. The news app. Okay. Yeah. I'm also on. I'm on YouTube daily. I'm not on YouTube daily. Yeah. I don't. I don't uh, follow many video casters or whatever they're called. I don't even know what the what you call those people. Vloggers. Oh yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Not yeah. I don't follow any. I of don't those, read anyone's blog either. I do um, follow like news outlets and comedy like uh artists or acts or musicians I, you know um so they i subscribe i guess not okay. follow and that way i'm able to kind of keep up on on what they're doing yeah no i don't spend i i've tried to cut back on the amount of time i spent i've definitely got like my wife and i both have a couple of games that we like to play on our phones that definitely occupy oh, some time oh what what games um we're both big on wordscapes right now yep which is like that jumble meets crossword puzzle Right. That's a fun one. Um, and then I'm playing this. Uh, it's kind of like an 8-bit looking ski-free reboot, like a hmm. skiing slalom okay. game. Um, we used to play that, I feel like, somewhere. Ski-free. It was on the yeah. old Windows game. Yes. Old Windows that's computers. Right. That's yeah. right. It was, like on, it was on like Windows 3.1, yeah. Windows NT for the fellow old people. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have a PlayStation, but... You... Yeah, no, I, I play that. Yeah. I play that. This is like... You know, at the end of the night when you don't necessarily, and this is a, a phenomenon I feel like people have to be able to relate to. It can't be just Ooh, us. Lay it on us. Like there's two different kinds of Netflixing. There's passive Netflixing and there's um, engaged Netflixing. What would you define active Netflixing? Uh, both as? Well, I would say active Netflixing is like, you know, for example, there's a movie on Netflix on there now that I want to see. It's that documentary about... Um, Oh, shit. 
I don't know. Orwell. Or, when uh, he, yeah, when Orson he was, Welles. Orson Welles. Thank yes. you. That's not Orwell. Orson uh, Welles. That the doc- Other Side of the Wind was yes, the name the of movie. that movie. And now the movie when also They'll Love Me When I'm Netflix. Dead or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So the um, documentary is They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. Yeah. And the movie also just came to Netflix. So I really want to watch that documentary. Likewise. And probably and then that movie. Agreed. Um, I so, just both added both of them to my queue. Right. But like say, you know, you just had dinner. And you want to just unwind. Do you want to commit to like being engaged to trying to absorb that information, no, that documentary I want to be in the all right the time? Of mine, for sure. No. So when you do want to do that and you're going to watch something new and you're into it and you want to like, you're not going to look at your phone while you do it. You're going to watch the screen. Right. Maybe worth making popcorn. No second screen going on. Right. That's active Netflixing. Right. Like the focus okay. of attention in the room is that not chit chat, not phone browsing. Right. right. Then there's most nights where it's passive Netflixing, where you need want some background noise and an excuse to sit on the couch. Right. So, you know, you put on the office because or, or parks time. and recreation because we've watched both of those a million times but still love them and can you imagine when uh nbc pulls the office from netflix uh, what people will do BitTorrent. they'll all BitTorrent it well some will some will just cry yeah BitTorrent. just BitTorrent it everybody it's easy it's free you go online you download it all to a hard drive if you don't have a hard drive what the hell's wrong with you Storage josh does so that from now. his own internet connection not from my internet connection I do it from uh, i do it from internet connections all over the world <laughs> for the for the those of you in the government. Yeah, when you travel when this. you travel for money, I've uh, yeah, I've abused many hotels Wi-Fi policies. Oof. Um but anywho. <laughs> that is neither here nor there. Yeah. So the passive Netflixing. That's uh that's when you put on one of those shows and sure. you play a game on your phone or you browse the news apps. Sure. Or whatever. Uh that used to be time that would scroll Facebook, right. Instagram, right. Um things like that. Twitter for the six months that I attempted to be interested in that. Yeah, but you know, um, for the sake of uh, this show, you love Twitter. No, <laughs> I'm not even gonna pretend on the air for That's you fair. fools. Like That's fair. Twitter is stupid. I don't really, I don't post much anymore. I I posted some in the past, um, but I I don't post with any regularity anymore. I do occasionally check it. Just for for fun, just to read something crazy from Donald Trump or to see, you know, comedians that I respect or or, or find funny or, or, or whatever. Um, I think I think Twitter is a good way for people to get information out quickly. Right. You know, right. small amounts of information available to the world immediately, you know. And so it, it, it has a function, but um, I just think it's I think it's stupid. Yeah. But don't yeah. worry, Facebook and Instagram. I think you're stupid, too. Yeah. They're, uh, all social media is stupid in some sense or another. So what's the point of us even talking? You know, because uh, podcast is, is social and it's a media medium. No, I think this is the next generation of radio. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, and as you all know, we're getting paid handsomely for doing this. Uh, and by paid handsomely, I mean we're paying out. Yeah, uh, cost to, money. To, to, to do this. But... This isn't a business venture, though. This is a no. thing we enjoy doing, right? And it's it, you know, it's at the very least, it's an excuse for us to hang out. Um, it is, and uh, you know, and there's no better thing to do when you're hanging out than to document it and share it with the world, or at least your friends. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys for listening. And oddly enough, we managed to get through 
a full hour. Yeah, uh, that wasn't that wasn't incredibly taxing. It wasn't, and I think that it's shows only mildly taxing. This wasn't the worst idea. We no. can still do it. And it answers my question: Is an hour too long? No. I'm gonna say no. For now, you know, for now, this for you guys, for us, it's just something to something to help you through your day. If this is a couple of years down the line, you're coming to this for the first time, you know, scroll down and see if the yeah, see if how the, we did, see if it shrinks. So this week, Rose knows, not a, not a thing. Hit and the button. That's it.